The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including ACLA Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Clean Energy Advisors. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our guest today is Zach Kagopian, who is the co-founder and chief operating officer of uh, Excel Events. Uh, Zach, welcome to the show. We're thrilled to have you. Thanks a lot, Devin. Happy to be here. Now, Excel Events helps nonprofits do fundraising. Tell us how. Yeah, absolutely. So, so like you said, we help uh, nonprofits and, and individual fundraisers uh, raise more money for their cause. So really what we are uh, is a mobile fundraising platform. We focus specifically on silent a- auctions and raffles or drawings. Um, and really what we do is we enhance these silent auctions or raffles um, through both text message and online bidding. So really the name of the game is, is making the bidding process a lot easier, keeping everything very streamlined and engaging for our audience. Fantastic. Now, is there a way for the app to work with the traditional sign-up sheets or do you replace those entirely? So yeah, we actually, we replace those entirely. Um, and what we try to do is keep it, you know, like I said, as seamless and easy as possible. So actually instead of um, your donors or even a, a fundraising hosts needing to download an app, everything we do is web-based. So all you need is really a, a phone or some type of um, device that can connect to the internet and you'll be able to set up your fundraiser if you're a host but you'll also be able to send out um, you know an actual custom link for your fundraiser to your audience and let your donors submit bids either online or uh, using their phones that's great so it, it sounds like really cool technology and uh, you and i talked a little bit about your pricing model it's pretty affordable. Walk us through the budget that someone would need to have at a typical event. Yeah, exactly. So, so you really nailed it. Um, our kind of philosophy is to be able to help our clients and our, uh, and the nonprofits we work with, uh, donate as much as possible. So obviously, um, as part of that, that means we're trying to charge as little as we can. So we come from a fundraising background as well. And we experience, you know, the same things, a lot of these, fundraising host experience in terms of trying to keep costs as low as possible. So um, our pricing model, um, rather than taking a percentage of what you raise, uh, we charge a, a flat fee. So um, it basically consists of a, an activation fee to create your account, um, and that's $99. And then from there, we're charging you $1 per participant in the system. So if somebody comes to your event and they submit a bid or if they submit, you know, 100 bids, we're only going to charge you $1 for that person. So um, what that works out to be is, you know, really a very, very low portion of what you'll be raising, um, especially if you use some of our tips on how to kind of uh, increase your audience or your donor pool. Um, really, the, the increase in proceeds that you'll see um, will be much, much larger than, than the cost of, of using our service. Now, there's a way then for a user that signs up with the app to, and makes a bid. So you, you go in, you make a bid on the uh, on the Harley sitting there and uh, someone else outbids you. How do you know and what, what can you do at that point? 
Yeah, and so so that's part of why um, our system will help help uh, causes raise a bit more money. Is that um, rather than you know, let's take the example like you said, uh, bidding on a Harley. Uh, typically, you may go to the prize section of a of an event or an, uh, the silent auction section of an event and go and physically write your bid down on a piece of paper. Um, so what that means is you're going to have to be going back and forth during the course of the event to see if somebody has outbid you. Um, now with our system, whether you are at the event or if you're not at the physical fundraising event, if you submit a bid and then somebody outbids you, you'll be receiving an instant notification uh, both via email and text message. So um, you're really gonna know immediately. What, what we see here is this will keep your audience engaged. It'll increase the frequency of bidding. Um, and you won't have any issues with people, you know, not being current on, on the prizes that they're the top bidder for. And that is where the increase in uh, donations comes from, really. That extra margin of competition that can last through the dinner at the gala or through the presentation at lunch, whatever it is, so that people are continuing to bid uh, when they might otherwise, in a traditional silent auction format, have stopped bidding, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's a, that's a big part of it. And that, like you said, someone can, you know, come in at the beginning of the event, see all of your, your great silent auction or raffle items, uh, participate in that raffle or silent auction. Um, but it doesn't end there. So if they go, you know, onto the dance floor or down and sit down for dinner, they're going to be able to participate without having to get uh, back and forth uh, multiple times during the event. Um, so, so exactly. They're bidding more um, and they're bidding more frequently. Fantastic. Now, this is really a, an exciting tool and it gives you a great perspective on, I think, uh, the whole nonprofit fundraising arena. So you shared with us a couple of, uh, well, three great tips for better fundraising for nonprofits. The first was to use technology. What are some of the examples of technology, perhaps besides your own, that uh, people can be using to optimize their fundraising? Sure. Yeah. And um, I'll, I'll keep it pretty general when I when I uh, discuss technology, but really one of the biggest things, and I'm sure you, you kind of are getting the idea from hearing me speak here is using the Internet or online tools. So um, kind of in this, you know, where we are now um, in general with, with society, people are using the Internet for, for almost every type of function. Um, so what we're seeing is, you know, sometimes fundraising or nonprofits are a little behind there. So um, there are great tools available for nonprofits or even individual fundraisers to use the Internet and use online tools to help with their fundraising. So obviously we're one of those tools, but we fall in, you know, a small niche of silent auctions and raffles. Um, but just to give some great examples, there are, um, you know, general fundraising pages. You can create your own online fundraising page where, you know, you can create some great graphics and put imagery and really uh, communicate your cause uh, at a very personal level. And then instead of just sending that or telling, you know, your close circle or friends and family, you can share that on social media. Um, you can put that in an email to your, you know, your, your greater network. And now you're really um, attracting the interest and hopefully donations of a much larger network. So um, that those online fundraising pages are amazing tools. Um, I right. think now one one other focus a bit on the nonprofit space specifically are donor management tools. So um, obviously keeping your donors engaged or identifying and segmenting your your key donors or your most frequent donors is um, extremely important in. Uh, you know, as you 
engage and, and, and attracts proceeds and donations throughout the year. So there are a ton of amazing uh, donor management, basically CRM tools um, for a, a nonprofit that are you know becoming just extremely easy to use and intuitive, um, obviously being mostly online or internet based. Fantastic. Now your second tip was to reduce barriers. What are you talking about when you say reduce barriers? Yep. So, so this actually relates to kind of the first, uh, the first tip I had. So, um, by reducing barriers, we mean uh, if you are a fundraising host or a nonprofit, making it as easy as possible or as accessible as possible for your donors to donate. So, um, take the example of a silent auction, like I, like I said before, talking about these physical paper bid sheets or with a raffle, you know, these physical tickets where you have to write your name down and you don't want to lose your raffle tickets. You might not even be able to buy the tickets or bid if you're not at an event. So right there, that's a physical barrier. Um, but by using the internet technology, you are reducing barriers for your audience to donate. So um, with the example of Excel events or some of these online fundraising pages that I just spoke about, you just by creating this page are now reducing barriers and opening your donor network uh, really exponentially. So rather than your, your potential donor having to you know, clear their schedule and attend your actual physical event, they can simply you know, from, from their computer click on a link and donate within you know, five, or, or five or 10 seconds. That's great. Great, great uh, insights there. Uh, I really appreciate that, Zach. Now, your third tip was to create engagement. Why is that so important? Yeah, so, so engagement is really kind of the X factor here. So um, the reason why engagement is important if you're a nonprofit or even a fundraising individual is that engagement is going to help you um, create positive memories and a relationship with your donors. So um, Creating a relationship like this is important to have long-term donors. Obviously, any donation will be welcome for your cause, but the kind of the holy grail is, is creating this relationship with your donors so that they come back each year, or even better, they tell other people about your cause, and then you really grow your, your donor base. So um, what we try to do specifically is make the fundraising experience as engaging as possible. Um, now, looking specifically at Excel events, we think that we are doing a good job making your silent auction or your raffle more engaging, right? We have those, those outbid notifications. We're keeping it you know, more fluid, a lot more seamless for your donors and your hosts. But again, there is a lot that uh, fundraising hosts can do to create this, this really engaging experience. So whether it's having a fundraising event with a great theme or even a great band at your event, doing something unique and special that will, um, that will create those memories and keep the event and the cause engaging for your audience. Fantastic. Well, Zach, those are great insights. I, I want to just tease you or ask you a few personal questions here, if yeah. I can. Zach, you're obviously uh, successful making a big difference in the world, a role model to people. Who do you look up to as a role model? Yeah, so, um, you know, 
speaking of all the fundraising, as I mentioned, I do come kind of from a fundraising background in that uh, my co-founder and I built our company following a fundraiser that we actually organized in Boston um, to benefit Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. So um, in terms of who I admire, it's really specifically, I'll, I'll say um, it's the special events team at Dana-Farber. We have a few specific contexts there um, that are just amazing people. What these guys do is they dedicate their career to um, building, like I said, these amazing and engaging fundraising events, obviously to benefit an amazing cause, the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. So um, for those of you who don't know, Dana-Farber is one of the leading um, cancer research and treatment facilities in the world. So um, we work with these people and, and this is just an amazing group or a team that, like I said, have, have dedicated themselves to putting on these events. And the thing is, you would think that, okay, they're running events, that's great, but what they're really doing is is so much more than that. They're almost running businesses in, in, in the idea of, you know, they're, they're soliciting sponsors, they're finding vendors, they're communicating with the actual um, hosts of the event. And so the, this group is someone, over the years, we've, we've uh, built a great relationship with them and, and we really admire what they do. Fantastic. Uh, now, I wanna ask you why you have tackled this uh, business. Uh, I realize there's probably an opportunity to make a living, but you could make a living a thousand ways and, and other ways might even make a better living. Uh, I understand that nonprofits need money um, for a variety of reasons, and it's good and noble to give to them, but I, I want to understand why you felt personally compelled to, to do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I know I just mentioned it, but it really does go back to this fundraiser that um, that I organized. So so again, it started as just, you know, my friend and I um, wanted to run a fundraiser, give back to the community. Um, we chose Dana Farber as our um, kind of our partner uh, cause that we wanted to, to support. Um, and as we set up our first year, we realized, you know, our attendance went from, we thought, 150 or 200 people to 850 people in our first year. And we knew that we, you know, we kind of had something special. We wanted to donate as much as possible to the cause and really harness this great group that that would be supporting us. Um, and as part of this, we were we were putting together a raffle and silent auction for the event. So um, as we went through this, we actually, believe it or not, were looking for a provider, some type of text-based solution, and really couldn't find anything that um, fit our budget. Um, and, and we were, you know, to be honest, a little shocked that these providers were trying to take a percentage, you know, 10% of what we're trying to donate to a cancer research and treatment facility. So um, that kind of compelled us. It was really an interesting moment after our event where we talked about it and, and realized, yes, like you said, great market opportunity, but really there's no one there that's, that's coming from, you know, in our viewpoint, no one coming from the perspective of an actual fundraiser. Because if they were, they would know that a lot of these groups simply can't afford to give of their way while they're supporting a cause. So that's, you know, what we're in connect and relate to these um, fundraising hosts and nonprofits that are coming from really the same the same spot that we go. Fantastic. Now, as we think about uh, the show every week, we ask our guests to give us a what we call an impact hack, a tip that would help us to do more good in the world. What's yours? 
seems we may have lost our connection momentarily. Let's see if that comes back here quickly. We'll just give you a minute. But while while you're away, Zach, let me just uh, share a couple of uh, of helpful uh, bits of information. The Excel Events Twitter handle is at a c c e l e v e n t s at Excel Events, and uh, the the website for Excel Events is also, uh, as you would expect, at accelevents.com or accelevents.com. So uh, that's how you can follow up and learn more about uh, Excel Events and uh, Zach and his business. Uh, Zach, are you back? We're back. I think we may have cut out for a second there. Yeah, you did. We're glad to have you back. So Zach, Mm -hmm. we're asking you for your impact hack. The, uh, the your tip that would help us do more good in the world. What do you have for us? Well, Zach, I, I'm sorry we've lost you, but listen, we really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. We wish you every success in the great work that you're doing. We want to see your business thrive. We want to see uh, nonprofits thrive and optimize their fundraising at their galas and other activities where they've got the silent auctions. And we appreciate your insights and tips for uh, helping us to do more good. And With that, let me just say thank you again, and uh, let's do some good. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC, providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Clean Energy Advisors creates investment opportunities in the renewable energy sector that provide clients with predictable income, preservation of capital, and positive impact. Clean Energy Advisors is committed to providing clients with investment opportunities with both market rates of return and measurable impact. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.